0: knew that saying no could be so hard. The idea of giving something up for Lent has fallen out of favor in recent years. It does trivialize the time, I think, when we treat it merely like a holy weight loss program. (laughs) Surely we can find other avenues for self-improvement without dragging Jesus into it. Besides, if God delights in the abundance of creation and calls it good, why shouldn't we? To quote the rabbis of the Talmud, if a person has the opportunity to taste a new fruit and refuses to do so, he will have to account for that in the next world. I like that. I would much rather say yes. And say no. So where did we get the idea that we should give up anything at all? Well, today's scriptures for one. Adam and Eve ate what they shouldn't have and got us all in trouble, or at least that's what Paul seems to claim in our second reading. Jesus didn't eat when he was hungry and he was waited on by angels. Indulgence loses, Self-denial wins. Somehow I doubt it's that simple. Some say that Adam and Eve did us a favor by succumbing to temptation and losing their innocence they found a wisdom that they might not have learned otherwise. A strength that can only be developed through struggle. And to be fair, God did give the command without explanation. Why put the tree there in the first place if the fruit was not meant to be eaten? Talk about a setup. (laughs) How can we let God get away with that? Setting limits without explaining them to our satisfaction. Isn't it our job to keep the Almighty in line? Not exactly. To quote Psalm 100, it is God who made us, and not we ourselves. Life is a gift from God, one we did not earn, and one we dare not take for granted. Any heart attack survivor will tell you that. The truth is, the Creator has every right to set limits to our existence. We don't need to like those limits. In fact, it's clear that we don't. But like it or not, we all get hungry. Our bodies wear out. And eventually, yes, we die. Many of us respond to this unpleasant reality by making the best of the time we have. But honestly, that's not always by saying yes. Sometimes, no, is required. We understand no pain, no gain when it comes to our bodies. Why do we settle for less when it comes to our souls? That may have been part of Jesus's point in resisting the first temptation. Otherwise, it doesn't make much sense. After spending 40 days and nights fasting in the wilderness, the prospect of bread does not sound evil. In fact, later, Jesus goes out of his way to feed the hungry and tells us to do the same. The most sacred thing we do together as Christians is share a meal. Every week, we are told to take and eat. There is nothing wrong with eating when we're hungry. Except when it's for the wrong reasons, of course. Because sometimes eating isn't about physical hunger at all. It's about numbing ourselves to some other reality we don't want to face. Be it our grief or our loneliness, our fear of failure or, God forbid, our actual failure. When we eat to gain control over the uncontrollable, or to dull our pain all we're really doing is masking symptoms we're ignoring signs that something's wrong signs that if treated could actually make us better food is not our only drug of course alcohol shopping endless home improvement projects or my personal favorite Sheer busyness. All of these things can drown out important call signals and delay our healing. Sometimes the healthiest thing we can do for ourselves and for our loved ones is to practice saying no. By saying no and living within our limits for once, we find space and our all-too-crowded lives. Room to make other choices with our money or our time. Depriving ourselves for a season may also end up meeting someone else's needs in a way that we never anticipated. Be it a loved one's need for attention or an earthquake victim's needs for food and shelter halfway around the world. And create a new pattern for us, that is better for everyone in the long run, and maybe even our planet. We also start to gain some control over ourselves, the most powerful enemy most of us will ever face. We gain internal strength and resilience to face the things that we truly cannot control, and we rediscover our dependence on God. Isn't that what wisdom is all about? The tragedy in Adam and Eve's search for wisdom is not that they ate the forbidden fruit. We all would have made that choice eventually, I think. It's that their fascination with it prevented them from seeing what else was there. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil was not the only special tree in that garden. There was also the tree of life. No one told them that they could not eat from it. Maybe that's why they didn't notice it. They were so focused on taking what they weren't supposed to have, they missed the free gift that was right in front of them. We do that, too. By saying yes to experience all the time, no matter the cost, by saying that we deserve whatever we want because we want it, by not trusting the God who gave us limits for good reasons, we end up cheating ourselves, not to mention people who love us or who need our help. In the silence that follows, I invite you to consider what your no is this season of Lent and what you're saying yes to. In the process, we may just learn what has been true all along. What we have already been given in Jesus. It's enough. Amen.